Hello, 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 and welcome to Puff Puff Pass Sober Thoughts. Mm -hmm. And if you're new around here and you don't know what sober thoughts are, it's where we talk about everything we have watched up to a certain point while completely and utterly sober. (laughs) So, Christian. Yes. Got what I think I put four movies to catch up on. Four whole movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of compact action and made me cry May into one. Action April, that is. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. In July. Just July? <laughs> In July. In July. Emuli, <laughs> which is a great movie if you've never seen it. Is that that French film? It's German. Oh. It's great. It's a good film, though. It looks sad. It's not. It surprisingly has a happy ending, despite right. what you might think. Oh, okay, that's good. Didn't I try to show it to you once? I think it's a musical, too. Emuli? Mm-hmm. I'll look it up. Anyway, we tried Chipotle. Well, I tried Chipotle for oh, the first time. Oh, Chipotle. And my thoughts are... Mid. It's all right. I mean, I had it before, but Sarah never had it. Yeah. <laughs> if you remember Vine, they overhyped that shit. If you remember Vine... <laughs> What are you looking at? So, uh, okay, well, basically, so for the month, you know, like mm-hmm. I said, we are covering Action April, Made mm-hmm. Me Cry May. Mm-hmm. We got a bit sidetracked, lost track of time for like a month. And so... Uh, because Christian didn't want to edit. It's not true. He's just now learning. Anyway. <laughs> so, Sarah, what was the first movie that we're going to be covering today? We covered Furious 7. Furious 7. Not Fast and the Furious 7, just Furious 7. I think it can be also classified as Furious 7. I mean, I just kind of hate how they change up the naming scheme. You know? Why? I don't know. Do it's, you want it to always be Fast and the Furious? I mean, I get it. Like, you had the Fast and the Furious mm-hmm. and the Fast and Furious 2, Fast and Furious 3, I mm-hmm. think. And then it was uh, Fast and Furious 4, then Furious 5, I think. I don't. I think it called uh, Too Fast, Too Furious. Oh, yeah, Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah. Uh, what, whatever. And then you had Furious 5, and then... What was Fast and the Furious 6, I think? Mm. And then you just have Furious 7. Mm-hmm. And then you have the fate of the Furious. Mm. Like F8 of the Furious. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen the 10th film yet. We're not going to. <laughs> I mean, if it's streaming, I will. There's a bunch of movies I want to go see. But I'm kind of just like, you'll be streaming in a month. <laughs> is that is that like a critique on streaming? Uh, on one hand, yes. On the other hand, no. I mean, on one hand, it's like, oh, you know, like... No, it's not that nobody wants to go to the movies. It's just like, like I, I like going to the movies. It's fun. It's just like, I think it's really time consuming. I mean, it's fine. I, I like it. It's a mm-hmm. fun date. You know, mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it, it's a whole. You gotta pregame it. Like you gotta buy your own snacks. Mm-hmm. Like I, at the gas station first. At <laughs> the gas station. Because I'm like, I'm not paying for the, all that. Unless, no, for I want, real. unless I want like a pretzel or something. No, for real. Or like a hot dog. A hot dog. And I get Again, so mad because I, I eat a hot it. dog at the gas station. That is true. Um. But yeah, I don't know. Like what? What movies do you want to see? Um, well, I want to see Indiana Jones. Why? It's going to come on Disney Plus. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like you've been out for like a month. Almost. I think they have all of them on Disney Plus. Yeah, I watched uh, The Last Crusade like uh, while I was at work one day. Oh, really? Yeah. How'd that go? It was fun. I really like it. It's, it's my favorite movie. Ooh. Growing up, The Raiders of the Lost Ark was my movie. It was my wasn't my movie, and mm-hmm. I thought Last uh, Last Crusade was boring. Mm. But honestly, they're fine. I think they're boring. Mm. I liked the Crystal School actually. I enjoyed it very much. Yeah, honestly, I like. I'm, I like people are compl- were complaining about it. I'm like that. I just feel like that's like a generation thing. Yeah, people were complaining about it. I'm like that was an Indiana Jones movie. 
It wasn't. Like, I mean, that. I mean, yeah. I mean, like Indiana Jones movies are always like this build up, build up, and this whole action, and like something wacky and supernatural at the very end. Mm-hmm. Like you literally have like God strike down Nazis because they open the Ark of the Covenant in the mm-hmm. first movie. The second movie, you see like some guy rip some guy's heart out, like while it's still beating, mm-hmm. and like there's like demons and stuff. Mm-hmm. The third movie. You uh, literally have like a holy grail. Like the, you'd have the holy grail, mm-hmm. and if you drink it and it's the wrong, or if you drink the wrong cup, you die immediately. Like you just wither away. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like I'm like every, every movie has always had some weird supernatural thing. Which makes me think. I wonder what the what dial of what dial of destiny. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I, I I've withheld like from like weeding re- weeding. Weeding. I was gonna say reading the Wikipedia. Weeding. Reading the Wikipedia mm-hmm. article, like, of that synopsis. Yeah, you've been kind of like, oh, do you want to go to the movies? And I'm like, do I really want to go see Indiana Jones? Is literally what my brain is thinking. You don't have to. I'll just go after work or something. You should. You shouldn't go enjoy yourself. I will. <laughs> Sahara? <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just not really a big Indiana Jones fan. No, I get it. I mean, it's a, it's a franchise you got to commit to. Mm. It's one of those things. I get it. It's going to be in the audio. Listen, everyone always, uh, what's another movie that's out right now? Um. Yeah. <sighs> Guys, Christian's being hella annoying today. Yeah, I haven't smoked. <laughs> You're mean when you smoke. Mm-hmm. You're like, shut the fuck up, bitch. That's yeah, you. Stupid bitch. <laughs> no, shut up. You shut up, bitch. Okay, what did you think of the Willy Wonka trailer? Um. I know, off topic, but. I mean. I saw a tweet about that, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, I love like the continuing twinkification of Will- Willy Wonka. <laughs> like you had Gene Wilder in the yeah. 70s or 80s. Mm-hmm. How, when did that movie come out? I have 80s? no fucking idea. And then you have like Johnny Depp, mm-hmm. and he's a lot more like like that. And then you have <laughs> like he's just like. That. And then you have Timothy Chalamet now. I think it's crazy that my dad showed me the Willy Wonka with Gene Wilder, and then he showed me Dune, both being remade with Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> I think it's crazy. I think it's I I think that's such a wild that it happened twice. Yeah. Um But I'm kinda excited. I really wanna see it. I really wanna see Dune. Oh yeah. Like here's the thing. I everyone was hyping up Dune mm-hmm. like when the first part came out mm-hmm. and I was like we were watching it and I was like I mean I get it. Like I, I understand what's going on in the movie mm-hmm. and I get the appeal. Mm-hmm. It's just kinda boring, you know? Like, it was fun to watch. It was a great visuals, and I really liked the story. I just felt like... What are you talking about? We hyped it up in this podcast. I know. I was just like, I don't know. Do we need to watch it again? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but, I don't know. But it, it was fun. Like, it was fun, mm-hmm. still. I don't know. But Doom Part 2 looks a lot better. I think it's just because a lot more action to it. I wouldn't even say the, the action thing, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think it was just more the... I don't know. I don't know. I feel like the first movie, and I wonder if there's going to be more movies mm-hmm. after this. Because well, not anymore. But oh, why? Because the actors are striking. Oh well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but like, the, how long do we think that's going to last? For real, it's going to be probably a while. Yeah. I don't know. Did you hear, hear what Bob Iger said? Oh yeah, he's like, yo, yo. I mean, like, we'll, just, we'll or like we plan to wait until like people lose their houses or whatever. And did you see what Ron Perlman said or whatever? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you know, you know Ron Perlman, right? Hell, Hellboy. Oh, okay. Uh, also, the guy who kind of sounds like and sounds and looks like Hades from Hades Town. 
it's not it's not him but he he has the same vibe mm-hmm. basically um but he was like oh you know like there's a lot of ways to lose a house or whatever mm-hmm. and uh like implying that they were gonna like burn his house down or whatever oh shit revolution i saw this tiktok and i stitched it but um he was saying that like oh i think this like writer's strike is gonna like I saw snowball I yeah i stitched it and i was just like i literally just told christian this i was like i literally like i took this course in college like it was just a random discussion that we had and they were saying that like you know they use like celebrities and like celebrity culture to like fucking distract us from like hard things that we have to do like to keep us like oh i don't need to revolutionize i have this is so great yeah and it's like what happens when they take that like distraction away so you know by the way Mm -hmm. so reference me and Sahara went on a walk early this morning we found a uh because she's like i don't care about what you have to say no i'm sorry (laughs) i'm sorry no i understand though with writer's strike i do think it's gonna escalate because ups may go on strike here soon and i feel like oh a other bunch of other businesses are gonna like be influenced because all really i feel like all we really need is for one strike to be successful and Mm -hmm. other strikes will be like oh we can do this Mm -hmm. and it just snowballs that's what i'm saying but like we found this uh cap on the ground Mm -hmm. and it's uh it was a cork like bottle like lid you know cork i was gonna say cork bottle but it's just the cork mm-hmm. or whatever it kind of looks like a little mushroom mm-hmm. and it has like this guy in a hat and like 1942 on it i was like why does 1942 sound so familiar mm-hmm. and i looked it up and it, it was it's don julio 1942 it's tequila or mm-hmm. whatever this is really expensive alcohol oh yeah we found it all smashed on the ground we took the cork screw yeah that's crazy do you know how much a bottle of this is Mm-mm. it's 200 dollars. jesus christ at the minimum Oh, wow. All right. Look at us being lucky. I know. I just like the bottle. <laughs> yeah, it's expensive tequila. That's crazy. Uh, if you ever, like, look up the the cork and uh, tell me that doesn't look like a little Because didn't we pass it and you were like, oh, that's cool. And then when, when we were walking back, Yeah, and it was still there and I was like, all right, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. Like a little penny. It looks like a little doorknob. <laughs> if our doorknob breaks, I'm putting this in there. Okay, that's fair. This is going in our trinket shelf. Oh my god. So, our first hash fact back to Furious 7. Oh yeah? Yeah, circling back. Circling back. Our first hash fact is a a vehicular stunt was shut down as it was too risky. It was reported that a vehicular, vehicular, I can't say that word. Vehicular stunt scene was shut down by Universal Studio executives who feared for the safety of the cast and crew. According to TMZ, it was a critical scene that was supposed to involve a souped-up yellow Chevelle. Is that right? Yeah, it's a Chevy Chevelle. Okay, cool. That would race another car and dramatically pop a wheelie as bystanders stand right by the track and cheer. Though James Wan and the producers already hired drivers who are authentic street racers, whatever that means, for the scene, the execs claimed that it was too risky to be included in a film, especially after the death of Paul Walker. Here's the thing, though. That wasn't, like, in the movie, though. Like, he died, like, after, like midway through filming. Like I his... told you, Christian, they reshot everything. They had to rewrite the script. I know. That's what I'm saying. And I'm just like, he, like... That wasn't like part of the movie. Like he didn't die while they were filming. He died on his own. But the but the main reason why they didn't do that was because they thought a car crash would jeopardize the entire franchise. And like, here's my thought on that. Right? Mm-hmm. Let's say they're making like Top Gun three or mm-hmm. whatever. You know, and Tom Cruise is flying out to like help with filming, mm-hmm. and the plane, the commercial airline he's on, like or the private plane he's on, crashes. 
will they be like, oh, this is like really bad publicity, and they, would they cancel the film? They're not saying cancel the film. They're just saying like, okay, well, let's not do that stunt. You well, know? Well, you know what I mean. Like, I just like, think that maybe it was probably in poor taste. Is probably what they thought. It's not like they had like a race car smack into a tree. I mean, like that would have been in poor taste. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I just thought a car crash in general would be in poor taste. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. I can see the reasoning behind that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure they'd probably do it today, but because they don't give a shit. But, <laughs> but I mean, I can I can see both sides, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Our second hash fact is this film is technically a direct sequel to Tokyo Drift. Mm-hmm. And that's my favorite Fast and Furious movie. Really? I think I mentioned that last time, yeah. or when we recorded yeah, this. Yeah, you did. Have we? Re- no, it's good. Yeah, I like it. Have we? This is the only Fast and Furious movie we've done for the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, I thought so. I, I would like... Because uh, my dad and me used to watch uh, Tokyo Drift all the time growing up. I'm surprised up. he'd let you watch that. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but it was also the 2000s, so... We had bigger things like 9-11 to worry about. <sighs> okay. Just knowing, <laughs> just knowing your father now, I'm just like... You used to be normal? Oh my god, be nice. <laughs> So, Vin Diesel dedicated the Fast and the Furious ride to Paul Walker. The Fast and the Furious ride? Like, at Universal? Is he even in? Like, is he... Like, does he show up for that ride? I don't think so. So, if you've never been to Universal Studios, they have different sections, like, in Florida. They Mm -hmm. have different sections of the park dedicated. Like, they have, like, a whole section dedicated to Harry Potter. Two whole sections dedicated to Harry Potter, technically. Because they have two neighboring parks. They have Universal Studios and then Islands of Adventure. They have a part in each park that's for, like for Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. In Universal Studios, they have a part for like a whole thing for The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. They have a thing for Transformers, kind of. Uh, they have. Is this just like an action thing? The Transformers ride is kind of it's kind of, it was kind of similar to like the Universal Studios. Well, that's what I'm saying. Or the Universal. It's the like Fast, kind of, the Fast and Furious. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like they think they're in the same block anyway. Yeah. You know, but it's like. Is that where they have the little Hot Wheels thing? That stunt show. Maybe I don't know. You didn't see the Hot Wheels stunt show? I had bigger fish to fry. Like what? Like Harry Potter. <laughs> anyway, but like, um, but it's one of those rides, like you get on and there's like, like there's like a screen and it's like, hey, welcome racers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, That's not literally think, how it starts, but you know. I think my sister did write it and she said that people mostly get on because the queue, the stuff in the queue is cooler than the actual ride oh yeah definitely there's an incredible hulk ride that's honestly pretty cool compared to the actual ride the actual ride is like that was a ride that was a roller coaster no cool but anyway and so but you get there and it's like oh yeah welcome racers we gotta take down insert government agency you know whatever and like the only people that show up are the lady who plays um dom toretto's like wife or not wife, um, his sister, I think. Oh. Her? Mia. Yeah. Oh, it's the lady who plays Mia. Um, who's the other guy? He's the... He's... God. He went to space in this movie. The only people who went to space were, like, Tej and, uh... I think it was Tej. Tej is a short one, right? Mm, I don't think he's short. Are you talking about Ludacris's character? Yeah. yeah fuck it. I was like, I can't remember his, his, his I can't remember his stage name either. God, it was, whatever. Yeah, it's a Ludacris. It's a guy who, it's, it's Ludacris and uh, mm-hmm. Mia's character, Mia. And I think they're the only people that show up. Does Dom show up? 
I don't know. I, did, I, I thought we watched the YouTube We watched video, it, right. but I can't remember. Oh, I think, I mean, yeah, I mean, they show up, but they show up on that screen, you're like carts going through. Yeah, it's very much a like, oh, Dom wants you to like take care of this or whatever. Like, welcome to the crew. Oh, yeah, and they have like a little actor from Universal's like interacting with you. Yeah, it's like. That's cringe. <laughs> I won't lie. I won't lie. Goes to NYU, gets their acting uh, for acting or whatever, and then has to work at Universal Studios. Ooh, do you think they also have a Disney program that's just universal college program we won't treat you as shitty as disney shameless plug (laughs) so our next hash fact is the guardrail that our heroes stand near overlooking la is the same road that brian initially tests his eclipse from in the first fast and furious movie which i kind of want to watch the first like movie because listen it's so boring though i've watched it before and it's so boring i kind of like the older movies they have like a certain charm to them and they're also like kind of related to like the racing part of Fast and the Furious, you know? Yes. I, I kind of don't like how the new movies have, like... I mean, they're still fun to watch, but, yeah, but you can't see, lie. Yeah, uh, gone Steve com- Aoki's hot sister. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, she is hot, though. In, which, in the first movie? That's his sister. That girl. Who has the has that pink car? I remember the pink car. I'm just trying to... Whatever. I'll take your word for it. I'm trying to put a face to the girl. She has, like, a tiny face. Like, low-key. She low-key has a tiny face. Whoa. Like, everything on her face is so tiny. Anyway, um, another hash fact. The majority of Dwayne Johnson's stunts were actually performed by Tenoy Reed, his body double and cousin. Which I thought was really interesting. Mm-hmm. And after the scene where Han's car is shown being destroyed, his picture and records are shown on a screen with his name Han Solo. This is a nod towards Star Wars with this character, Han Solo. Ooh, I thought you'd like that little hash I fact. I did. I did. Yeah, that so we rated this film. Let me get it up. Christian rated it a six, and I rated it a seven. Do you stand by those numbers? Yeah, I stand by that. <laughs> I stand by that. <laughs> Do I stand by mine? Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, I think I'll give it a seven and a half, actually, just by pure enjoyability. I give it. I, I'm, still, I'm still rocking with the six. It's like, yeah, it's enjoyable. But it's also like I have to sit here and watch Fast and Furious Seven. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah. All right. So to our next movie, Woo. Top Gun Maverick. Woo. So Sahara, do you know that Glenn Powell initially disliked his role? Yeah, I did. Because it's I... a shame because he plays it really well. I know. He, it, it's very much uh, what if uh, what's his name from Scream, Scream Queens like went to join the Navy. I just Academy. wish he was a little bit more campier for like Scream Creams and I probably would have loved his character. He was just an asshole like right off the bat. I was just like. I mean so it was like Chanel number one though. Okay yeah but it was campy and it was cute okay. Yeah you don't understand that kind of meanness. I get it. I, I do understand that kind like of Glenn meanness. Like Glenn Powell like Hangman is just like yeah I'm a dick. <laughs> that's it I am good rooster. I'm very good. <laughs> I'm just like oh okay. I almost said I am good Maverick. Um, and in a conversation with GQ, Powell claimed he initially viewed his character, Hangman, as a, quote, Navy Draco Malfoy, end quote. <laughs> I get that. I get that. But it's also kind of just like, it just comes off with how you play it. I think he originally, like, tried to Fox play. One, Potter. <sighs> Wait till my father hears about <sighs> this. No, but um, he initially tried out for, like, Miles Teller's, like, Rooster. I, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Didn't, um... Someone else tried out for Rooster's role, too. Mm-hmm. I think we said it in the podcast. I can't remember. Someone else did. Yeah. Someone like that I know. Eagle Egerton. <laughs> Ansel Egort. 
Anyway, um, Tom Cruise set up a book, uh, a, bu- a book, camp. a book camp where they a, all had to read about the Navy and like <laughs> a boot camp to help the actors get used to handling real jets. Logically, some actors were better equipped to handle G-forces, and producer Jerry Bruckheimer confirmed it during an interview with Total Film. Bruckheimer claimed that only Cruise and Monica Barbaro, who plays Phoenix, resisted the intense boot camp without throwing up. I said, "Fuck yeah." fuck yeah and it makes me wish she had more scenes i really hate how underutilized her and bob are yeah it makes me so angry just thinking about it Mm -hmm. i'm just like especially with their scene when they end up having to eject like i really wish that like we i wish i cared about them more like i can tell they wanted me to care but i just didn't i remember when they said when they released it like oh yeah these actors are like actually in real planes you know Mm -hmm. that are flying and a bunch of people like, uh, I mean, it's not like they would like, really like let them fly. Mm-hmm. You know, you think the Navy would just let people fly their million dollar jets. I'm like, I feel like the military wastes enough money as is that they could crash 10 of these things and not even notice, you know? <laughs> anyway, but um, so both Meg Ryan and Kelly McGillies. Who does Kelly McGillies play? That's that, the flight, oh, that's, um, flight instructor lady um, in the first film. No, that's that's McRyan's character. No, McRyan. Oh wait, no, McRyan is, is Goose's wife. My bad, sorry. It's Mrs. Goose. Mrs. Goose. It's Mother Goose. <laughs> well, both either way, both of them were not asked to come back for the sequel. With uh, director Joseph Kaczynski confirming to Insider that she was never, neither of them were ever considered because they didn't want every storyline story to always be looking backwards. Oh yeah, but taking Penny Benjamin is not looking back. That comment pissed me off. I was like, sir. Mm-hmm. This whole movie is about looking backwards. What the fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. What do you think? So, I think that it's pretty interesting that Tom Cruise actually owns the P-51. That was... I meant about that comment. <laughs> no, yeah, I get that. I'm just like, I'm like, I'm like, it doesn't matter that much. Like, it could have even it had a cameo. to me. I know, literally. Like, literally. They, they don't gotta be super involved in Maverick's life. It could have mm. literally just been a cameo. No, for real. But, yeah, but no, actually, Tom Cruise, that P-51, you see him restoring and actually mm. flying in the end of the movie, he actually owns that, which I thought was pretty interesting. <laughs> what? It's just very Tom Cruise of him. Okay. Can my plane make a appearance? <laughs> Did he actually uh, fly Jennifer Connelly, though? That's a real question. Who's to say? Just leaves her kid on the ground. Our next hash fact is the beach scene was shot twice because... The what scene? The beach scene. Oh, okay. Did you not hear me? You were like, the beach scene? (laughs) The beach scene... Was shot twice because Tom Cruise didn't like how it looked. Apparently, they all went to the gym to work on their bodies, and a week later, they shot it again. Like, all y'all go work out right now. (laughs) I'd have been like, fuck you, dude. Get to the gym, fat fucks. (laughs) You want to do the next one? I, I went like five. I did like five facts in a row. It's okay. Your turn. Whoa. Whoa. Val Kimmer's voice was used by AI since he can by no, Al. Since he can no longer speak, they used an AI company called Sonantic. Sonantic. Yeah, to use voice snippets from his past movies, and I thought that was really interesting. I wouldn't have even known. I wouldn't have even known. I mean, it was his voice. He just yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that's crazy. Yeah. Which makes me more scared of AI than it already is. Did you know, like, people have been saying that, like, oh, like, some movies they did recently, like, they came in that were, like, digitally scanned, like, yeah, full-body scans. that's what scares me. And, and like, the m- movie studios may have, like, their likeness, like, mm-hmm. forever, and they that's can use forever. crazy, Can dude. you imagine we're, like, 90 and seeing, like, 40-year-old Tom Cruise, like, in movies still? We're just like, hmm. Huh. Wow, I really like uh, Top Gun 6. <laughs> 
Just suddenly Mission get... Impossible 47. Oh my god. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. It's just geriatric Tom Cruise getting out of the <laughs> wheelchair at the retirement home. Bum, 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 bum. So, moving on to our next movie. No, we gotta know what we rated it. Oh, oh yeah. Christian. I was like a nine, wasn't I? No, you rated it an eight and I rated it a six and a half. I'm, a, I'm, move, I'm moving up to a nine. Are you fucking for real? I fucking love Top Gun. Whoa. Um... I think i'll give it a seven. Oh yeah yeah i enjoy it i think i just judged it too harshly but i enjoyed it perhaps i treated you too harshly i'll give it a seven 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 then we moved on to made me cry may where we watched movies mm-hmm. that have made us cry and christian picked up so Christian, what are our hash facts? So our hash facts are that supervising technical director Steve May calculated that about 26.5 million balloons would have to be used to lift a real house. Mm-hmm. And not long after the movie came out, they actually did it. Yeah, you said that on the podcast. It's a lot less than 26.5 million. No, yeah. It was like you said with bigger balloons. And I was like, mm, I need to know. I need to know the accuracy here to lift Carl's house with furniture. Who's to say? Well, what's his face knows? Steve May. Steve May? Steve May knows. We we want answers, Steve May. Anyway. Director Pete Doctor's daughter voices who? Young Ellie. Young Ellie, that's right. That's crazy. And also, the famous A113 does make an appearance in the film. Sahara? Oh, I forgot. Oh. Oh, I, I remember. Sahara. You'll never guess where it is, Christian. You'll never guess. I remember. I remember. You'll never guess. Give me a hint. Like, what scene? It's like in the beginning. Before he flies off in his house. Oh, is it uh, like a license plate of a car driving by? Is it his mail? Mm-mm. Can I have a hint? Mm-mm. What? What is it? <laughs> it's the number of the courtroom. <laughs> but before he goes in. Huh. I was like... <laughs> wah, 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 wah. It is in the courtroom scene. Is <laughs> where <laughs> that, that's crazy. 113. Oh my gosh. Okay. I uh, thought that was mean. What about the ice cream parlor? The ice cream parlor is a real place. The one they're eating at the end of the movie. It's Fenton Creamery in Oakland, California. Which makes sense because that's probably not far from where they... They live, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh doctor said that's where he takes his kids all the time. Aw. Yeah, I know. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Uh, Carl and Ellie's married life scene was inspired by a silent home movie. Doctor said that he and Peterson initially designed Up's classic married life scene with snippets of dialogue, but ultimately decided to go a silent movie route. Accompanied by an Oscar-winning score after recalling the atmosphere of his parents' home videos. Mm -hmm. Isn't that crazy? That's really sweet, honestly. No, for real. Do you think we have home videos like that? We don't make home videos now. Do you want to start making home videos? I like to think these are home videos. That's true. (laughs) So, Pixar consulted with an architect to learn about home foundations to make the liftoff of Carl's house more believable. There you go, bitch. Because you were like, oh, I don't think... I mean, it's not like they lifted the foundation, though. They just Mm. lifted, like, the actual, like, wooden structure. And I feel like the moment he lifted it, like, the bottom of the house would have, like, bottomed out immediately. Oh, well. Oh, well. (laughs) Speaking of which... Mm-hmm. Um, this is unrelated. So, but it's because of the whole Titan submersible thing that happened lately. Um, so, you know how um, the Titanic had the famous grand staircase? Mm-hmm. Well, um, when it sank, 
and they finally found it they were expecting it to like still be there but it wasn't there like it was like gone it was like just a big hole where it used to be mm-hmm. they're like what happened and so when they re- when they did the movie and they made that scene mm-hmm. they since they made the uh it looked like life like based on photographic photographs that they had mm-hmm. they made it look like how it did in real life mm-hmm. and when the water came in instead of like sinking in one piece water filled from the bottom and it kind of just lifted it off of the thing and it lifted up all the way to the roof of the room and shattered into a bunch of pieces the and, staircase yeah the, the entire staircase and so they were, they were like oh well this they looked into it and they're like yeah this is probably how it actually happened because you know it's made of wood mm-hmm. so the moment it was probably pulled loose from like the the floor it mm-hmm. probably just lifted up to the top and shattered because they when they found it they saw that it had shattered in pieces mm-hmm. but they're like oh was it caused by like uh bacteria eating at the wood mm-hmm. we're like well, well no because like this wood on this part of the room isn't eaten mm-hmm. and this wood over here on this part of the room isn't eaten mm-hmm. so why would this part be eaten you mm-hmm. know so they realized like oh it must have just like lifted up and shattered when it hit the roof that's crazy yeah can you just imagine that giant that in the movie that giant staircase lifting up if you were in that room that when that thing sank not a good look not a good look at all that is so scary yeah and then the accounts of that i've okay when i was a little girl oh yeah obsessed with history the titanic was one of my hyper fixations because there's this book at my library and it opened up like this like out of the pages oh yeah and you could see all the different decks right we should watch titanic tonight i know it's long and boring but it's still a good movie I like it, honestly. No, I cry every time I see that couple, like, holding each other as the water rushes in their We don't room. have to watch the end. We can just watch, like, everything, like, right up until they hit the iceberg. But uh, the accounts of the women listening to what's happening, because, like, it's dark. It's pitch black. And they just hear the creaking and the screaming and then silence. Oh, that must have been so haunting, bro. I can only imagine, bro. Only imagine. Also, when the ship went under... Mm-hmm. Uh, because of the you know it didn't sink like it didn't like roll over and just slip beneath the waist like this it mm-hmm. like sunk like mm-hmm. one end like got pretty much pointed straight up like the propellers were in the air mm-hmm. you know and um, a lot of people reported that it was just like a deep like groaning like uh, like the ship itself was dying you I know I literally just said that Christian's been mansplaining things well no 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 but then it was day. like okay, it was that <laughs> it was that like and it got louder and louder and, louder mm-hmm. and just snapped <laughs> And, like, the entire bottom fell off. And if you were on the water under that, bro, cut the cameras. Wild, bro. And the fact that they didn't fill up any of the boats, bro, that's what pisses me off to this day. They were just like, oh, it'll be fine. Send them. It'll be fine. Guys, for our anniversary this year, we're going to Branson, hopefully, and we're going to go to the Titanic Museum, and I'm so excited. I've always wanted to go to this ever since I was a kid. It's just one of my favorite things, and to stick your hand in the ice water thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I hope they have that, but I've been... I hope so, too. Dude, it is, like... And I told Sahara this when, like, months ago, I think maybe even a week ago, who knows? Mm -hmm. But, like, that water, like, that night it sank was so cold, you would die, like, within, like, only a couple minutes, and it wasn't even, like, because it was so cold like your body would go into shock Mm -hmm. it wasn't even that it wasn't even the hypothermia a lot of people just went into shock like almost immediately i think one of the scenes that really like scared me when i watched because i watched i have when i first watched the titanic i watched it from like a middle point like right where like jack like rose came in smashed that uh 
his handcuffs away and I've watched it from that point to the end so basically the finale but um it was the first time I ever watched it and what haunts me so much is that when we're seeing all the bodies and there's this like woman like holding her baby and I'm just like god so it's like ah I just can't even imagine like that part really haunted me that I'm that old couple but like I'm just like man uh-huh. uh and they just did not fill the boats they did not fill them up and I was just like just it's just like it could have been prevented that's what makes me so angry and the fact that how did we just start talking about the Titanic I don't you anyway? started talking about the submarine thing oh yeah <laughs> well wait well do they need oh cause we were talking about the foundation cause mm-hmm. I was like I feel like the wood would have like bottomed it yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. but like we promise guys we are so sober like we just be having we, we, we just be doing this <laughs> We just be having conversations, but um, okay. One more thing about the Titanic, and then we'll move on. But like, um, we're watching Titanic tonight. No, we're not. <laughs> God, I lost my. Oh, like they, I they still haven't figured out what happened. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Like they, yeah, they hit the iceberg. But like, have you heard that? Like, it looks like the uh, bottom of the uh, boiler room like exploded, like where the hole is. Yeah, and they were saying that like something had to have happened because the way it, like looks like it exploded i mean it probably did explode honestly who knows but like would a would an iceberg like do that i mean an iceberg wouldn't do that but i feel like a bunch of water oh well how well i mean like how boilers work they have like a bunch of water like under a lot of pressure Mm -hmm. and that pressure would generate like steam Mm -hmm. you know I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it exploded. They probably, honest to God, it probably just like hit something really hard when it bottomed out, like on the ground. I'm just so annoyed that like, like they couldn't get everybody out. Like that's what annoys me. I mean, the thing is, they were never going to get anybody out. Like people, they they didn't have enough lifeboats for everybody. It was just the fact that they were still sending lifeboats when they weren't even full. I know that's what pisses me off. I'm just like, dude. And then like, like, I don't know. I, don't, I lost my train of thought but anyway I will say though when this whole Titanic like the submersible went down there and exploded mm-hmm. um, I saw people talk about uh, like oh I mean I always kind of wish I would have been on the Titanic you know like that, that would have been uh, or on a ship like back then and someone would be like well you would have been third class you would have died no I was going to say uh, one of the books I read growing up about the Titanic well it wasn't about but it was just like it took place on the Titanic and when my dad was going through dialysis he had to like hook himself up at a certain time and he had to be on there for like two hours during the like at home dialysis thing so I'd read to him and one of the books I read was like Titanic and zombies or something like that and the boat sank because people were getting sick and attacking other people and huh. they and they made it sink so that the disease would like, there was, stay there. A few years ago, I saw something. There was like a VR game that they mm-hmm. were making, mm-hmm. uh, pretty much like oh, you're on a ship mm-hmm. and it's filling with water, mm-hmm. and you have to like find your way out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's scary. Could you do that? No. So like ah, like with the goggles on. Ah. <laughs> Pee myself, bro. So back to up. Our last hash fact is. The knots connecting Russell's rope between the garden hose and his backpack on the tether are real usable knots. There's a rolling hitch used to secure the rope to the garden hose and the three half hitches connecting the rope to the carabiner. I don't know what I was trying to write there. Carabiner. Cool. On his backpack. Both of these knots would have been something that Russell learned as a wilderness explorer. Yeah. But you like the little fact. My yeah, little boy I did. Scout. My little boy scout. There's a, um, <laughs> one last thing about the Titanic. <laughs> I, found, I in in our research of this, these past ten minutes, 
I found this like graphic thing. It oh like it, it breaks down like by uh, mm-hmm. sex, like who who how, who survived in what class. So like first class people, huh? So um, of the crew mm-hmm. of the male crew, there were eight hundred eighty-five male crew members aboard. Six hundred ninety-three of them died. Of the four hundred sixty-two males in first class, or wait, in third class, of four hundred sixty-two, three hundred eighty-seven died. Of the 165 females in third class, 89 died. So a little more than half. Of the 144 women in first class, 140 of them were saved. Of the 93 women in second class, 80 of them were saved. I saw this guy on TikTok that was like, well, it cost $2,000 back then to have a first class ticket, which with due to inflation costs at least $95,000 today. And here's here's what's crazy. The cost of a first-class ticket back then also was around the same cost as a car back then. That's crazy. But um, he was like, imagine paying almost $100,000 just to die. And I said... Also, here's, what, here's what's crazy to me. Here's what's crazy <laughs> to me about about that. The Titanic is famous, I mean, not just because of how many people died, mm-hmm. but also because of how many... And this is gonna sound awful. How many rich people died? Mm-hmm. Because like you had like the Astors who were on that ship, mm-hmm. and they were like one of the wealthiest, fa- one of the wealthiest families. Dude, in America. that's what kicks off Downton Abbey. Yeah, that's what that's the catalyst of everything that's going on in their situation is because their heirs died on the Titanic. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> and it's like, and so you had all these famous people who like get recanted their experiences mm-hmm. and like wrote about it. And their books sold like crazy mm-hmm. because they were already well known. Yeah, but like they were like in the minority of people who died. Mm. They were the minority people on the ship to begin with. But mm. they, like, Which makes me think, I'm just like, were ship sinkings, like... They weren't super... Were, com- they, were they rare? I mean, they're rare now. I mean, granted, they didn't have a whole lot of safety measures in place, i.e. Bro, not having enough... Like, if we go on our boats. Disney cruise and it sinks, I'm going to be so pissed. I'll be like, <sighs> the enti- complaining the entire time... Like, I'd be so mad. This one's going to make you sad. Um, of the 84 children in third class, 52 of them died. Oh, my God. Of the 24 children, all 24 children in second class were saved. Of the six children in first class, five of them were saved. That is sad. No, it's very, just very unfortunate. Mm-hmm. It's a lot harder now, huh? Yeah. What's crazy too is they found like the next day they like a passing ship saw the iceberg that the Titanic hit. I mean, there was no way to confirm it, but I mean, it had like the ship's paint on the side mm-hmm. and like scrape marks. So <gasps> that's crazy. Yeah, the ship's paint on the side. Oh my gosh, that's wild. Do you remember what you rated this movie? Uh, up. Mm-hmm. Like it, I gave it like a ten, didn't I? You did. Yeah. You gave it a ten, and it I gave worth. it an eight. I, it was worth. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm gonna stick with my score though. Coward. <laughs> that really made you mad. And that last movie we've uh, talked about, we filmed, (laughs) we talked about is Coda. Yay. It became the first film from Apple and starring predominantly deaf slash non-hearing cast members in leading roles to be nominated in a category and was nominated for Best Motion Picture, Drama, and Best Supporting Actor at the 79th Golden Globe Awards. Mm Mm-hmm. Kotzer also became the first male deaf actor to be nominated for the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor, and I do believe he won that. Yeah. 
in addition to standing for a child of deaf adults, coda can also mean a concluding passage of music in a composition. The coda symbol is clearly visible on the page of musical symbols or Professor V. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mr. V is teaching Ruby during a montage scene. When Ruby signs, I love you, she crosses her index finger, which means I really love you. And during the movie, Ruby's father and brother are fined and have their fishing license revoked for operating a fishing boat without a hearing person on board. Mm -hmm. The Coast Guard has had a history of imposing serious restraints on deaf boaters, ultimately causing ultimately losing cases in court when challenged. When the passage of ADA, any restrictions imposed on deaf fishers boaters must be re- reasonable and take account of current technology to assist the deaf and hard of hearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are hashtags of CODA. But I did watch a TikTok where Katsu talks about how him and uh, his co-star Durant, who mm-hmm. plays Leo, they had to like kind of improvise with their fishing gloves on because it was hard for them to understand each other with it on. So I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Like how adaptive, like, you kind of have to be. Mm-hmm. Like, you're kind of forced to be, honestly. Yeah. But I just thought that was really interesting. No, I get you. But yeah. It is very interesting, honestly. And those are hash facts. I rated this movie a 10, and I can't remember what you rated it. I think I gave it a 9, yeah. or maybe a 10, one of the two. It was, it was up there. I think you gave it a 9. But I didn't say. write it down. Yeah. But yeah, those were all our hash facts. We love the hash facts. So yeah, you. I did not rate. I got all these hash facts from articles. I did not put every single one of them on. So if you would like to read all the hash facts that I have put, I will leave a bunch of uh, links for you yeah. guys to click on. Love links. <laughs> love links. Yeah. Is there anything you would like to add, Christian? Um, other than I really enjoy doing sober thoughts with you. It's just a fun way to like rehash everything we've done, honestly. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for our next theme? Yes. Wait, what? Hold on. Next. What is our next theme? Our theme is comedies. Oh, boy. Yeah. And we're going to start off with my personal favorite film, Baby Mama. That Baby me and Mama. my sister have basically trauma bonded over this film. Hmm. <laughs> it's our favorite film. And we may or may not have a little surprise for you guys. Oh, so yeah? It will not benefit you in any way, but just know that we think it's a delicious surprise. <laughs> delicious. <laughs> so stay tuned for that. Christian, is there anything else you'd like to say? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I would like to say that... <laughs> 